Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Thursday, February 25th. I'm Nyla Budin. Here's what you need to know today. Some good news about COVID in nursing homes, plus a turning point in how cities select police chiefs. But first, an Axios exclusive is our one big thing, how the Biden administration is housing migrant kids. More than 700 unaccompanied children were in Border Patrol custody as of Sunday morning. That's according to an internal Customs and Border Protection document obtained by Axios. Political reporter Steph Kite is here with the exclusive. Steph, what's in these documents? So these documents show that a lot of these kids have been staying in these Border Patrol facilities for more than 48 hours, and nine of them had been in those facilities for more than 72 hours. And there's supposed to be a limit of not having kids in these facilities for more than 72 hours. When kids cross the border without their parents, they're supposed to be sent to shelters that are run by HHS. They're not supposed to stay in Border Patrol custody for very long. We heard White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki yesterday talking about this. We have a number of unaccompanied minors, children who are coming into the country without their families. We have a couple of options. We can send them back home and do a dangerous journey back. We can quickly transfer them from CBP to these HHS-run facilities. That's one option. Or we can put them with families and sponsors without any vetting. We've chosen the middle option. So does this document show that the middle option is what's happening? Are these children being quickly transferred? There are a few different factors at play here. One is that there was the emergency weather situation in Texas. And I spoke with an HHS official who told me that that did affect their ability to both take in kids and release kids to sponsors who are in the U.S. So that's one factor. A second factor is just that the numbers are beginning to rise. We're seeing more kids come across the border and have to be sent to HHS. And then the third factor is COVID. HHS doesn't have as much room in their facilities as they ordinarily would because of COVID protocols. Is the White House trying to differentiate their border policies from the previous administration, from the Trump administration? They definitely are. We heard that from Saki as well as the official that I spoke to made a point to clarify that the actions taken by this administration are different from the past administration. They often point to the family separation policy, which became one of the most well-known policies of the Trump administration. And of course, that policy is no longer in effect. The, The administration is not currently taking families and separating the kids from their parents. But these are kids who are crossing the border without families. And that just creates a very difficult situation. I think the big picture here is that obviously the Trump administration was faced with a lot of backlash for the way that they handled child migrants who came across the border. And that backlash has led to more scrutiny of the immigration process as a whole. And that's something that the Biden administration will uniquely have to deal with. Steph Kite covers immigration for Axios. We'll be back in 15 seconds with some good news about long-term care facilities and COVID. Welcome back to Axios Today. About one in three coronavirus-related deaths in the U.S. have come from nursing home residents, even though they make up just 1% of our population. But we finally got some good news on that front. As our COVID map of cases and deaths is continuing to improve, that's especially true in long-term care facilities. 
Sam Baker is Axios' healthcare editor and has been tracking weekly cases since the pandemic started. Sam, long-term care facilities were some of the first places to get the vaccine. Is the bottom line that the vaccines are working and that's why we're seeing such an improvement? Yeah, it is. A lot of people there have some underlying health condition that makes them susceptible. And it's it's close quarters. It's people who live together who often spend every part of their day together, which makes it really easy for the virus to travel. So that's why we've seen such a disproportionate number of cases and deaths in long-term care facilities. Long-term care facilities haven't changed. All of those risk factors are still there, but we have seen cases and deaths go down and down and down and down. And it started when vaccinations began, and it has continued to improve as vaccinations have continued to roll out. Can we take anything from that and extrapolate that to the rest of the country? Are there lessons that we can learn there? Absolutely. We can learn or prove to ourselves that vaccines work. You had a high-risk population experiencing a ton of cases, a really high death rate. The main thing that changed was the presence of vaccines, and we've seen things improve. And we will see that across every population in every corner of the country that gets vaccinated at the same rate. Speaking of that, we did yesterday get more promising news about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine from U.S. regulators. Does that mean that we'll get a formal approval for that soon? The FDA is convening a, a panel of outside advisors on Friday to discuss the data and the vaccine. It's almost a foregone conclusion they will deliver a favorable ruling The liability with the J&J vaccine is that there is not very much of it. So whenever that authorization comes, we are not going to see this big surge of of doses into the population just yet. Hopefully we'll get there, but but not right away. Sam Baker is Axios' healthcare editor. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Nyla. Protests in cities like Ferguson and Minneapolis over the deaths of unarmed Black men have led to changes in other cities and how police chiefs are being chosen. Axios' Jennifer Kingston has been tracking how cities from San Jose to Memphis are making changes. Hi, Jennifer. So picking police chiefs used to be more of a closed-door process. How is it different now? Ever since the protests of last summer, Cities that need to replace their police chiefs are acutely aware of the need for transparency and maximum community involvement. I look specifically at San Jose, where they're in the final stages of replacing a police chief who retired. They've committed to an extraordinarily open process full of candidate forums and extensive vetting that would not have happened in the past. Do you think this is something that you expect will continue in the future? Absolutely. This is here to stay. A prominent headhunter who has worked on the San Jose recruiting process and others from many cities told me that he sees this as a turning point for policing in America because we're just not going to go back to the same process of city managers or city councils picking who they want. Everybody needs to have a say in it. Jennifer Kingston writes the Axios Cities newsletter. Before we leave you, we're coming up on the one-year mark of living in the pandemic. In the beginning of March last year, I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan, but my life was about to completely change, just like yours was, I bet. And it's because of big decisions, not just that I made, but many other people did, whether we're talking about in government, 
business, or our schools. In two weeks, we'll be doing some special podcasts about those decisions, and we need you. We'd love it if you could record yourself using the Voice Memo app on your smartphone, answering this question. What's one important decision you made that week back in March of 2020? As a parent, a business leader, as a teacher, or a frontline worker, please tell us about that decision. And don't forget to include your name and where you live. You can email it to podcasts at axios.com. And thanks, by the way, for all the reviews. We really appreciate it because it makes it easier for others to find us. That's all we've got for you today. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.